and stabbed with the knife and you know michael myers had them short short work people are abusing <laughs> their kids with this filter i don't like that it's funny no it's not fucking abuse oh wait able like rules to live by but i wanted to add my own so here are five things I would never do in corporate America as a black professional. Number one, I would never not negotiate my salary. They are lowballing you, period. Nine times out of 10, they got the money. Somebody who's worked in HR, I've seen the pay discrepancies between people of color and white professionals. As somebody who's negotiated their own pay, they got it. Number two, I would never allow myself to be baited into unprofessional behavior. I don't know what it is about corporate America and the politics game, but between the racism and the microaggressions, it's like people want you to act out of character. Do not give them that satisfaction. Don't chimp out. I will literally leave before I become visibly angry. Number three, I would never respond to an email while I'm angry. I'm keeping a paper trail on you. You're not going to catch me slipping. Number four, I'll never be afraid to take time off for my mental health. People literally die over their jobs. Not going to be me. And I ran out of time. So peep the comments for number five. Have y'all seen that video of that guy saying what he would never do in corporate America as a black man? That shit is like Bible, like rules to live by. But I wanted to add my own. So here are Let me see. Are there any worth the shit comments on this one? Always negotiate your salary. But then we're talking about working for somebody else. But But then again, running your own business is not for everybody. So if you are going to work for somebody, then yes, negotiate your salary. Let me read this comment. It says, currently moving to a job that pays 9K more because I found out my colleagues were making 9K currently more to do the same job. And I thought I was being valued initially because I leaped 9K from my pre prior job. But I'm following the money and less stress. Thank you, Lord, for fighting my battles. Okay. I don't even want, know why you made that comment. That is did not add to this conversation. Thank you very much, Miss Ajibad. Let me read another one. It says, true, true, true. I was at my job five years. Never let consummate professional go to person for many things. Never let consummate professional go to person for many things. Bro, y'all, it's hard to read what y'all write. It says, I had a great reputation. When they asked me to take someone's job, wait, because I knew the job. I said, yeah, okay. As I was going home, I sent my resignation. I promptly told them since this is not 1863, the Emancipation Proclamation took place in 1865. I am no slave and this is not a plantation, so therefore you are not my master. How dare you plan my career without asking me? It was thoughtless and unprofessional and disrespectful. So as as so as of this day, I tender my resignation, man, all of the higher ups was out thought my little black girl from Brooklyn. So, yes, she is correct. I didn't act out, but they don't like when you assert yourself. I'm just valuable as anyone else here. Stand up. See, like, again, your comment. I don't you know. OK, so did you get what happened? Did you get a better? Did you go somewhere else to make more money? Like, you, you're not and to the conversation what are you even saying he says when they ask me to take someone's job because i knew the job i said yeah okay i was going home I, bro you're retarded i'm sorry let me move on 
Fuck, it's so frustrating to me, man. It's so nice. Children, which it said, had never seen something brand new. Oh. Each t-shirt cost $20. That's $2 million in all. Wouldn't this money in some other form have helped more? Super Bowl t-shirts worth $2 million were not Zambia's top requirement. But they got them anyway. My point is quite simple. Aid seems to have become a continuation of colonialism. Instead of fighting inequality and eradicating poverty, it has become a lucrative medium for some in the West to expand their business. More than helping the poor, it is driven by political considerations and vested interests. Some countries don't even hesitate in hiding this fact. Like the United States of America, time and again, several U.S. State Department officials have admitted that they consider aid a tool of U.S. foreign policy, a means to advance American economic interests a means to secure new markets for America and establish governments that suit Washington's interests. And this undermines the very concept of aid. It's not a noble deed to help those in need. It's a business model where any benefits to the poor are incidental. She's so cute. I love her outfit today, too. <laughs> Freaking, um, this shit should make you mad. I mean, I don't know. People don't care. It's like, oh, it's not me. I'm not the one looking for the... But hey, guess where the money be coming from? Like, it be coming from your ass half the time. You donate it to whatever organization, and then they put the money in their freaking pocket. Didn't help nobody. That that doesn't make you mad? Okay, whatever. Let me read the caption underneath the video. It says, where does aid money really go? Does it even reach the intended recipients, or does it get lost in distribution? Palki Sharma de deconstructs some figures to explain how humanitarian aid has become a bit of a farce. I wonder how long has it been a farce? Shit. At least as far back as the Clinton administration and helping Haiti way back then. Sure, it goes back further. Um, let me read some more comments. I became aware of this situation years ago, so unfortunately I stopped donating. I would rather give to a homeless person on the street. They may waste it, but they get they got a hundred percent. Let me read another comment. It says, I worked for AUSAID. I guess that's Australia. AUSAID funded program for some time. I think Palki has understated this. It is much worse than what she stated. Aid money is used to much worse effects sometimes. I, e.g., support political purposes, influence policies that support donors' needs, bribing public servants, increasing corruption, etc. I do wonder why recipient countries still allow this fully knowing what these aid packages actually mean. There was something I had to cover in one of my classes one time, and it was about aid, and I think it was in Haiti. And it was a way where, okay, like it was these food, basically like food stamp cards, kind of like it was these cards that they use or vouchers that they use to get food. And they only gave them out to men. Um, and the women was like begging for them from the men, like, and the men would abuse them and rape them and all of this. And for them to stand in long lines to try to get this aid. So it's like, you would think that it would just be like, okay, yeah, it's aid. So the people just come and get the bags of rice or potatoes or whatever it is. But no, they, they end up making it a whole ass process where the people get exploited even more trying to get the aid. 
Yeah, I want to say I wrote a paper about that, but my brain is fuzzy on that right now. Let me read some more. It says, my family believed that helping others was done best through volunteering your time and labor, not by donating cash. I've had many incredible, empowering life experiences because of their advice. And while I'm dirt poor, I still feel richer than a Rockefeller. Okay, go ahead then. Another comment. During the COVID lockdowns, my barber's income went down to practically zero. He had purchased his shop on loan and was working hard to reach middle class. Due to the lockdown and no income, he was started to fall behind on EMI payments for his shop. I helped him for two years. Others did too. Incidentally, none of us ever give a single paisa to the big NGOs. Peso, paisa, I don't know what that is. Palki's reporting remi remaining truthful, mind-stimulating, and thought-provoking. She is a credit to her profession, superb. I think the um, journalism that come off of this channel is pretty good, and that's the reason why I'll be watching it all the time. It's pretty good, and it's really good to hear um, news about United States from outside of the United States, because from all the media that we have inside of the, mighty, in the United States is going to be severely slanted, and we get to hear a little better, you know, perspective when it's from another country even when i call in india like the best country in the world or like you know somebody who's morally in a position to but that's beside the point the point is is more objective because coming from it's just like looking at yourself when you try to analyze yourself you're gonna have some biases and somebody else looks at you and they'd be like okay well it's like this you might feel some kind of way about what they're saying but it's probably going to be more accurate let me read some more. I've always been extremely skeptical of foreign aid as I worked in several countries around Australia. Even more, a few times during business class travel, I worked for a private company. I overheard old and decrepit white ladies around me loudly talking to the flight attendants and very proudly boasting how they work for foreign aid organizations and going to poor countries to check on how aid is distributed. The incredible hypocrisy is breathtaking. When those business class tickets are most likely more expensive than the direct aid being distributed to the entire village in poorer countries in one year. So that's what she was saying in the video too. Like a lot of the money goes to, to people like they're monitoring this or they're monitoring that, but it's all bullshit. It's just giveaway to my buddies. You know, they're not really working. And, and if they are working, they definitely don't deserve the salaries that they're getting. It's really just like a one of those cush jobs because you can't get those jobs. Those jobs are given away a lot of times. Pokey is eye-opening in many aspects. She always addresses the harsh reality of human society. Well done, Pak Palki Sharma. We have been fighting this point for six years now, and it's not just about foreign aid, but about the entire charity model. Intentions are good, but the model is broken, which makes the execution impossible. We must change the way we do things or none of the serious challenges we're facing will, will get solved. That's why people don't like to vote for those giveaways because they feel like the money is just going to be wasted. And that's a fair argument. Um, let me see. As an African person who worked in the humanitarian aid field, I truly re relate to what you are saying, Palki. It is a harsh reality that needs to be addressed. Thank you for the report. 
It says the same is true for internal aid projects. Donations for homeless services in the U.S. go largely to salaries, office expenses, travel expenses, and publicity. See, see, so that's why y'all should pay attention because it, it's not just internationally. This is the system. This is what they do everywhere. They don't want to help anyone. They want to more money in their pockets in their friends pockets they don't give a damn and then the hopeless homeless or whatever it is is an excuse to to put more money in their pocket it's an opportunity like i say man government pro projects what's the best government like i say everybody wants to land government projects what's the best government project you can probably land some humanitarian aid type shit because it's going to be less oversight it's going to be less serious. It's going to be more leakage. Mad interesting to me. I was about to go to sleep and this just woke me up.